Hello listeners, welcome to Britpod Scene Podcast, episode 6. Britpod Scene is a network of independent British podcasts, but it's so much more than a network. It's a community, a family, all supporting and learning from one another. But let's just move on and get the show started. First of all, who are we? Well, I'm Greg. And I'm Joe. And we are hosts of the All Seeing Guys podcast, which is proudly part of Britpod Scene Network, but we'll shamefully promote ourselves later. Joe, what is coming up on this episode? Well, Stacey chats all things comedy with Spud from the Comedy Cast. <gasps> really? Yeah, no, I'm not lying. Wow. Uh, we debut a new uh, feature on today's episode where two Brit Scene podcasts will go head to head. Then it's Brits aboard as Carla chats to the US based shows. And then it's back to Stacey to introduce Ooh. the newcomers to the Britpod scene. But before any of that, it's over to Daniel from Frygaze with the news. 365 Flicks podcasts go with Tom Payton to the Apples and Pears. The Bottomless Pit podcast are now on the radio. Isn't that ironic, don't you think? Sabrina the Teenage Witch get on their broomsticks for season three. EastEnders Weekly Talk Tosh. Fix Space Junk starts repairs up again. And finally, theme park films set off on a new podcast ride. And now, over to our roving reporter Frosty for more. Thanks, Daniel. Frosty here, recovering on the decking after excessive birthday shenanigans. On with the news for this month. 365 Flicks podcast were invited to spend the weekend on set of Tom Payton's new movie, Stairs. Tom Payton is a director known for other films such as Pandorica and Redwood. Check out 365 Flicks podcast for more interviews and reviews. The Bottomless Pit podcast can be heard every Tuesday at 9pm on the internet radio station Ironic Radio. The Bottomless Pit hosted last month's Britpod scene, so if you like what you heard, you should definitely check them out. If you want to reminisce about the hit TV show Sabrina the Teenage Witch, you definitely need to be listening to Sabrina the Teenage Watch podcast. They're back for a third series. Catch up now on your podcatcher. If you're a fan of EastEnders, you will of course know who Tosh is. The EastEnders Weekly podcast interview Rebecca Scroggs, who played Tosh, and get all the goss from Albert Square. We Fix Space Junk, the brilliant audio drama podcast, is back with series two. Join the adventure today. And finally, Carla, founder of Britpod Scene and co-host of Theme Park Films, obviously wasn't busy enough and is launching yet another podcast. Number One Rerun starts on the 10th of September. Each episode will look at TV, movies and music from a particular date, so long as it's not before 1978. If you want to suggest a date for Carla and co-host Zoe, find them on Twitter and Instagram at Number One Rerun. That's it for this week. Back to Greg and Joe in the studio. Thanks, you two. Frosty can be found on the show with Prisha and Frosty. Before we move on, Joe, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty good. Uh, how's your August been going? Uh, uh, hot um, and then wet. Okay. How do you think this podcast hosting's going? Could use some work. Yeah, my interview skills do lack a bit. So in that case, I'll hand over to the professional interviewer. An interviewer who needs no introduction, but she's going to get one anyway. Let's join Stacey from The Rough Giraffe as she talks to Britpod Scene's favourite bearded podcaster, Spud from the Comedy Cast. Glorious. Hello, this is Stacey from the podcast Rough Giraffe. And today I am joined by 
Spud Murphy, who is the host of the Comedy Cast, which is a show discovering new comedic talent. Hello, Spud. How's it going, Stacey? You well? I'm very well, thank you. So, the Comedy Cast is a podcast about new comedians, but maybe you can tell me a bit more about it. Yeah, so, uh, uh, let me see. I, I started the podcast, it's almost two years ago. It'll be two years at the end of, the, of this month, and uh, we're 120 episodes in so far. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's a lot. And the podcast has changed a bit uh, over the two years. Uh, I started off just doing big long form interviews a bit like you know Joe Rogan kind of stuff yeah so I've decided to change it and go for shorter interviews but have two interviews so now we have a comedian at the start of the show and then we have a like a new like an unsigned band uh, as our second interview so I, I wanted to change it because um, I kind of see uh, the interview podcasts I think there's not that there's too well yeah there's too many of them obviously <laughs> there's too many podcasts now um, there's should we stop this now uh, am I <laughs> you know it's, it's just it's to try to be different because there's too many of these long form interviews now and and they can they can quickly become quite aimless and not go anywhere so I want to be more like a kind of entertainment show that you would see like on like yeah. American TV a bit like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that you know so where you have a couple of different sections and each one is short snappy and, and, and light and funny you know I think I first discovered your podcast probably about a year ago you joined Britpod scene about I looked back it was 23rd of August 2017 so almost a year ago and I have noticed a big difference as you said you've moved from sort of concentrating on just the one the comedian to diversifying really with with the band why are you moving towards speaking to musicians and bands I, I, I study journalism I was a journalist and when when I was mm. studying I was running a pretty successful music website in Ireland called uh, dropd.ie uh, so they were like um, what would be the English equivalent like uh, NME something like that Okay, yeah. We were the top five music websites in Ireland in in, search of, in terms of traffic. So, But our thing was like we would never cover anything that was in the charts. And if we did cover something in the charts, then we would just destroy it. <laughs> you know, so we were very much uh, <laughs> left field and we would only talk about bands and, and give a focus on bands that weren't known. A lot of them were unsigned or had just been signed and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, so music was, was my first love and it's what I used to love uh, writing about. Music is such an important part uh, of... You know, everyone's life is really, you know, but I just wanted to, mm. like, if I can bring some kind of a little bit of focus on some comedians that are up and coming, I also want to do it for bands because there's so many just brilliant bands out there that no one gets to hear about because, especially for Ireland, like, uh, like we have this thing in Ireland, a lot of, a lot of Irish, uh, a lot of people who work in like the music industry in Ireland or people in bands, they always say that Irish bands punch above their weight. And and people believe that, but it's not actually true because like the last famous band that came out of Ireland who were international, and I mean band, I don't mean a boy band who actually played their own instruments. They were like the bloody cores. <laughs> and when I was writing about uh, music in Ireland, like there were so many awesome bands, but none of them get to leave Ireland because it's it's quite expensive just to up sticks mm. and move to Britain or move to America they don't have the money so I was like okay look I, I, I'll try and find bands now uh, so far it's just been Irish bands but I want to find uh, British you know Scottish Welsh English bands as well I suppose I, I was speaking about this with, with my wife the other day and we were saying that like it, it's actually much easier to get people to listen to new music than it is to get them to watch or listen to new comedians because most people yeah. when, when they go to see comedy you know they, they want to see the safe thing they'll go to the, to the Apollo in London because they're like right I know who's on and it's going to 
be a big crowd and a lot of people don't really go to the new nights and stuff but if there's new music uh, and new music just happens to come on the radio and they like it they're like oh yeah that, that was pretty cool I like that so it's a little bit different than, than comedy you know so well I think maybe people are more susceptible to music because they can listen to a song over and over again but you don't necessarily want to hear the same joke oh of course exactly exactly that's exactly right I couldn't agree with you more Stacey so you're not actually living in Ireland, are you? No, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant. I, uh, I live in Poland. I live in a city <laughs> called Cheshen. It's on the border. Actually, half of the, half of the city is in Czech Republic and half of it is in Poland. So it, it's great because you can just go across the border and you have all the Czech beer and food. And it's just wonderful. And then you come back into Poland and Poland's a bit more efficient. It sounds lovely. How do you discover the new comedians or music then if you're not in the country? Uh, yeah, just Twitter. I just go through Twitter and I look through what uh, people are posting up about upcoming gigs, stuff like that. So if there's something on like in Cork uh, this weekend or if there's something happening in Glasgow this weekend, then I'll have a look through the bands. And if there's something that I like the sound of, I'll get in touch with them. And most bands are, 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 are more than willing to come on. Comedians are a little bit harder. Com- <laughs> Comedians are like trying to get cats to walk in a straight line. So they are they're, they're so bloody unorganised. But uh, no, I, I, I love getting on and finding new people as well like in the first year we had uh, Bilal Zafar and Tom Ward and they went on to like win did they win or they were both up for best newcomer in Chortle and that year so like it's just brilliant to find these people who are you know they they will be big in in a few years yeah you know it's class it's absolutely brilliant I love what I do and I wish I could do more it's probably a difficult question but do you have a favorite comedian at the moment I mean my favorite comedian is probably Louis CK but he's a he's a Degenerate now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he is, yeah. We're not allowed to like him. Who else do I have a favourite of? Um, I only got Netflix here the other day. I, I, I signed up to Netflix in Poland when it started a couple of years ago and it was it was mm. awful. It was dog poo. And because very, very little of it was uh, was translated except for tons of anime and I have no interest in anime and think crap like the, the Big Bang Theory and all those Chuck Lorry things. It was just awful. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I got it again the other day and I've been working through an article I found like the top 50 um, stand-ups, uh, stand-up specials on, on Netflix so I've been, I've been going through them over the last couple of weeks and there have been some really good ones there's um, Three Mikes I'm sure people know that he was uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, writer I can't think of his name now god that's embarrassing and uh, Dave Chappelle's is on it Dave Chappelle's brilliant uh, Tom Segura is on it he's like he's the rudest comedian I've come across so far <laughs> Chris Rock's recent one is very good oh and I watched yesterday the Canadian lady that lives in, in England uh, uh, she has an Irish name uh, da, da, da. Uh, Catherine Ryan thought was very very good I, I've loads of favourite comedians like I I, uh, I just love uh, sitting down in, in the evenings when, when the wife's gone to bed and I'm feeding the, the baby and an old like up live out of Apollo will come on and I'll watch it because I'll just go ah yeah brilliant you know someone 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 classes on it or whatever so yeah I, I mean I don't know just so much of live comedy doesn't translate to, to TV and things like that so I, I think there's always something in any comedy performance that you can kind of learn from and and, and, and yeah. catch on and say oh well I know why that didn't work or, or maybe that would work with a different crowd you know what I mean like I, I think I've got a little bit too nerdy with comedy since starting the podcast but but at the same time I can still very much appreciate uh, what comedians are doing or trying to do at least I, I often think this is why a lot of comedians they don't quite work when they're on panel shows because they they can't tell their jokes when you see their stand-up shows they're so much funnier when they're not highly edited for a particular audience, you know, when they can actually tell their own jokes. They're so much fun. James Acaster, for example, on the panel shows, I think is awful. But I've been watching his Netflix 
um, series, and it's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's brilliant. He's he's mental. <laughs> he's so yeah. bizarre. I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you're right because it's it's. Uh, I suppose it's kind of dumbed down a bit because he, he would go on what? Am I allowed to, yeah, mock the week. That's what I'll say it. And um, so he would have himself, and he'd have two at least two other writers helping him do stuff and get and get ready because they know all of the things that are going to come up. So. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, it's definitely tamed down a bit. Uh, I, I I don't understand why Mock the Week don't do like an after dark version, you know. And 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 and, and I don't mean just outtakes. I mean like just keep recording for another hour after it and say right, there's no censors on this lads, just go for it. I mean they, yeah, I don't know why they don't do it. I mean they could definitely there's definitely an audience for it. And uh, yeah, lads, you can make more money. There you are. So back to your podcast. I was listening to a couple of episodes today, and I noticed you start off by talking to. Seamus? Who is Seamus Kelly? So Seamus, uh, I had Seamus, uh, I did a full uh, podcast with him, um, oh, when was it? Eh? Ten months ago. There you go. Thank you, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> and we got on really, really well. And Seamus uh, has struggled with mental health uh, stuff for a long, long time. But it wasn't that the mental health stuff we identified on, well, what part of it was. But we're, we're from a, uh, from close... Uh, from an area that's very close in Ireland, and we have a very similar kind of sense of humour. He's he, he's more cynical than 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 I am, but but I really like his dark, <laughs> twisted kind of humour. So I knew that if uh, if I was the light and he would be the shade, I knew that we'd have a great uh, chemistry on the podcast. So I really wanted him uh, to be a part of it, and um, yeah, I was lucky enough that he said yeah, you know, and and we've done, we have we, we did we have revisited mental health. Uh, stuff issues as well we did a whole podcast about that so uh and our message is just like just don't suffer alone try and get try and mm. speak to someone and you know like we really mean it because there's, there's so many people out there who just say oh yeah i have depression and they're just saying it because it's kind of like a trendy thing to do and they don't mean it and it's very disingenuous and and if you did actually want to speak to them they, they, they wouldn't have time for you so it's just kind of you know really like if if you are suffering from a mental health issue or you want to reach out and, and you need help just just get in touch with someone even it doesn't have to be anyone you know just ring the samaritans anyone you know there's so much help out there and life's too short to 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 be suffering yeah. like that but anyway but back, back to Seamus I think Seamus is just one of the funniest lads around in Ireland he's he's so dark he's so cynical I love it and uh, <laughs> I love how I love our relationship now it's it's I know exactly what will wind him up and he knows as well what will get me as well and like like <laughs> like it's kind of like my my, my challenge every podcast is I want to make him laugh because I know like from from being out with comedians and, and doing a little bit of filming and stuff like that with them and hanging out with them it's hard to get a comedian to laugh you know so so I know that when, whenever I get Seamus to laugh to something that I say on the podcast I know I've, I've scored a point you know and, and so I, I really enjoy that challenge I haven't told him that I do that but he's going to listen to this and he'll know now and he probably won't ever laugh at me again <laughs> With your podcast, where do you see it going in the future? I've made no no secret of this. And I've said this to the listeners. I've always seen it as a stepping stone onto something else. Like I want to make documentaries or I'd like to work in radio or in television, stuff like that. And indeed, I, I did take a break from the podcast when I got a job with a company here. Uh, I won't name them because they made me redundant. A week, two weeks before my wife gave birth, so that was. But they, but they, they were paying me to uh, do their video editing, do their uh, podcast, do their uh, video cast, do all kinds of things that I really wanted to get paid for. So uh, it was great of them to give me the opportunity. It's a shame that uh, things didn't work out, but it, it was just made redundant. They didn't have the money. Simple as that. So they had mm -hmm. to let me go. Uh, so I gave up, and shamefully, I stopped doing the podcast for a while. 
I did mean to come back to it, um, but I came back to it then with a vengeance and thought, right, how can I make it better? Right, I'll, uh, let's let's make shorter uh, interviews, or let's take one short interview, and I mean, Seamus can do the rest. And then I thought, you know, you know what, let's get, get some music in as well. And uh, yeah, so that was the thing. And uh, very luckily, uh, a previous guest that I had on um, about a year ago, Liam Brunley, an Irish-American comedian, he said, look, Spud, um, some uh, Hollywood producers are interested in making like a Netflix comedy special uh, with me uh, in Dublin, can you help me put it together? I was like, yeah, man, no problem. So I started giving them names of venues and who to get in touch with and da 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 And then I was like, you know what, man, I, I, I actually made a documentary uh, a few months ago. <laughs> so j- just send it to your producers. If he, likes, if he likes the look of it, I can film it. I can organize the cameraman, da 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 uh, and he says, "Yeah, cool, yes." And, and I didn't, I didn't think Ant would come because, be honest, I had pitched it to like a lot of uh, TV stations in in Britain and Ireland. A couple in Britain, they really liked it, but they just said, "Nah, look, we we don't have the audience. Like, we're really sorry." Channel Five loved it. Yeah. They were like, "Yeah, we'd we'd love to show it, but no one would watch it." I'm like, "Oh God, that doesn't matter. Just give me some money." <laughs> <laughs> so there's one of the Irish ones as well. I'm still kind of talking to, but anyway. Um, so uh, his producers in Hollywood saw it, and they're like, "Oh my God!" They're like, they rang me like two or three days later, like, "Oh my God, man." Spud, we love your, we love your, we love your documentary. We want you to, we want you to direct the show. I'm like, that's my terrible American accent. And I was like, you want me to, to direct it? I was like, oh god, I don't want to directing anything. And they're like, no, no, you directed that film. I was like, yeah, well, I suppose technically I did direct it, and, and uh, mostly, yes. but yeah, okay, I'll do it. So. um yeah, I was tasked with getting the venue, getting all the all the crew together, and it's been mad exciting. I've loved it, and uh, yeah, hopefully roll on, uh, be January or February next year in Dublin, and we'll be filming uh, Liam Brunley along with uh, at least three other uh, Irish uh, up and coming comedians, and we'll have like a heavy metal band as well. So it's going to be a, a pretty cool. It's going to be a little. It's going to be a little bit different than the normal uh, Netflix comedy specials that we're seeing. Mm. Uh, but that's the way they want to go. So uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be brilliant. I can't wait. And um, hopefully as well, uh, they're going to get me over to to Hollywood in the new year. And uh, yeah, there's talk about uh, uh, yeah doing other stuff with them. That's amazing. To other podcasters out there, like just just don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. People are listening. People really like what you're doing. Keep going. Keep knocking on doors and, and don't give up and you, and you will get there. And I, like, I haven't got there. I haven't got that in made yet. But it's exciting to be at, at a step where things are going to happen, you know. And, yeah. you know, I'm only, I'm, only, I'm only two years at this. So, like, imagine what it's going to be like in, in two years time, what I'm, what I'm going <laughs> to achieve. It's, 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 it's brilliant. I love doing it. I hope everything goes well with it. I look forward to seeing this special on Netflix. Thank you very much. <laughs> and in two years' time, you'll be our Hollywood correspondent, huh? <laughs> Challenge accepted, Stacey. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, talking to me today, Spud. Do you have anything else you want to mention? No, not really. Look, I suppose you want my social media, website stuff. Nah, don't bother. Yeah, no, go on, go on, give it to us. If you go to thecomedycast.com, you'll find me there uh, on social media, uh, just have a search for Spud, the comedy cast, and all my stuff is there. Especially, I want to, I want you to go to my Instagram because uh, every day on Instagram, or at least five days a week, I put little minute-long uh, highlights of the podcast, so people really enjoy them. So check them out. Your little audiograms are really good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm really glad people like them. You know, there's people who would never have come across the podcast are uh, seeing it on Instagram and going, ah, these, "These guys are pretty rude. I like that." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Stacey. That's not a problem at all. Thank you very much for for talking to me. Thanks, Stacey. Great interview. And we're looking forward to seeing Spud's work on Netflix very soon. I I feel like I could listen to Spud's voice all day. Sometimes 
I like narrate what happens in my day. You know, like a narration in your in your head. Yeah. But I do it in Spud's voice. It's a bit. It's a bit weird. What's coming up next, Joe? Well, we got a new feature now. Uh, Brit versus Brit. Ooh. Yeah, two Brit pod scene podcasts are going to go head-to-head with each other, testing each other on their specialist podcast subjects. Ah. Yeah, this month we've got uh, Bygones, the Ali McBeal podcast, versus Spotlight, a Star Trek podcast. I can't think of any good Ali McBeal slash Star Trek puns that I can use in the same combo. There's, there's Nothing exists. It's probably for the best. This is Brit versus Brit. Bring it. Hello and welcome to the very first pod versus pod segment of the Britpod Scene podcast. My name is Laura Jane Parker and I am from the Britpod Scene podcast Bygones, which is an Ali McBeal podcast. And I am also here with my co-host Eleanor from Bygones, if you want to say hello, Eleanor. Hi! And we are here with another podcast, the Spotlight podcast, who are the Star Trek podcast. And we have Matt, Liam and Paul. Hello. Who, if you want to say hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, we are the lads, only lads. Star Trek lads, podcast lads, lads. in the world. <laughs> the only one you need to know about. So, so Pod versus Pod, uh, this segment is a new segment for Britpod Scene. Um, and the premise is that two podcasts who each have a specialist subject will test each other on their specialist subject and presumably hilarity will ensue to enter one leave yeah it's a bit like hunger games but p- for podcasts <laughs> is there actually a prize y- y- uh, well i don't know Paul, honor there could be <laughs> we get glory a prize? glory is the prize glory is the prize bragging rights yeah bragging rights so we've agreed to go in alphabetical order so that means that bygones goes first yeah 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 so we will ask you our first question which is who did David E. Kelly, creator of Ali McBeal, originally envisioned for the role of Ali McBeal. Hmm. Gosh, so it's some someone from who's big in mid nineties. Because I think like a more like a Sarah Jessica Parker type, but she had already had her own show by then. Uh, what, did you say Renny Zellweger? No, that's, that's a good guess, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so, well, I'm going to credit you with that, just in case it's wrong. Uh, okay, <laughs> if it's right, we can it's e- right. we each have a stab and see how we do. Okay, all right, Matt, you go first. Okay, well, I, I, out of somewhere, Reddit Zellweger has appeared, so I, I'm going to put my eggs in that basket. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go with Mini Driver. Ooh. Ooh okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, I've got to think someone who was big in 1997. I'm going to go with Alicia Silverstone. Ooh, Ooh. That's a good shout. You're wrong. <laughs> Are you going to have a final answer as a group, though? Consult. <laughs> Right. Consult, consult. Well, I think you say is it. I thought that when you were saying that, it's like you're all wrong. So I would basically come up with a fourth. Yeah, let, let's quickly consult and get a fourth one in there. One that we could all jump the gun. On. Yeah, uh, Meg Meg Ryan, oh, but she'd be way no, too, too big. Too big. It was TV network in 1997. No way. Mm. But you would thought maybe he was aiming higher. What Anne Hesh? Anne Hesh, uh, possibly. I've got to think someone someone who was quite big at the time and then he had to downgrade well, to Callista. Sorry, Callista. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she will be listening, so you should apologise. What, what about somebody from Scream, like Drew Barrymore? Oh, yeah. I suppose, yeah, she would have been around at the time, wouldn't she? Or well, Neve Campbell, if we go in Scream. Uh, 
And she was in that, like, never been kissed later on, that kind of, like, thing. Maybe she just still had a movie career. And it's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to hold on. But never been kissed. Uh, oh, God. Gian Triplehorn? No. No, no, no. She's not not Triplehorn. Oh, uh, bloody hell. Get it on, love. Like, um, <laughs> I'm going to have to push you for an answer, guys. You can't be here all day. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So what are we going for? Should we go uh, that lady from E.T. then? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. All right. Drew Barrymore. Go on. You happy with that, Matt? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eleanor, do you want to tell them? It was actually Bridget Fonda. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. I guess she completely disappeared after around that period, so maybe she needed Ally McBeal. So, it's time for you to ask Ask a question now. Okay, well, I'm not sure how the points are going to break down on this, because there's a lot up for grabs, so see how many you get. Oh, my God. To start you off, name as many of the Star Trek films as you can. Oh, fuck. There's 13 Uh, to go for. uh, 13? Star Trek, Wrath of Khan... Star Trek, that's one. Star Trek, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Star Trek Beyond something. Yeah. Is, is it just Beyond? Uh-huh. Star okay. Trek. No, that's the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek The Movie. Yeah. Is that the first I'll, I'll one? Give. I'll give. They, they can take that. Motion give, okay. Oh, like the... no, half a point. Star Trek Into Darkness. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Star Trek A New Dawn <laughs> <laughs> Very incorrect Star Trek Kirk Gets Even <laughs> Oh Star Trek Something for Spock Search for Spock Yeah. Is that one? Is that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, oh! yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay Tra- great uh, How many have we got? Uh, hang on so You're still looking for 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 um, Star Trek, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can say I can say you've got all three of the Abrams ones, so you can forget about those guys. Okay. okay. And you got cool. the and you got the first three of the originals. Star uh, Trek, the wrong turn. Uh, Star Trek is that one called Star Trek: The Next Generation? <laughs> oh, no, that's the TV, TV show. show. Um, Think about what's the one with the whales? With the whales? One with the whales? Star Trek uh, (laughs) Free Willy. I I don't know if I'm going to get many more. I think think we might have to stop. Yeah. Our knowledge is busy. That's good showing. So you could have had The Voyage Home. Uh, Okay. That's the the whales. Frontier. Uh, Okay. The Uh, Undiscovered Country. Okay. Generations. Okay. So you're close. Oh, that was like going next something. Yeah. First contact. <laughs> First contact. Uh, Insurrection. Okay. Oh, or no. Nemesis. Nemesis. So there's five and a half points. I wouldn't have got that. But yeah, no. okay. They get a bit kind of standard towards the end. There. Yeah. Nemesis and Insurrection. They're, they're colon titles. Well, they, they, they actually drop the numbers. So like, that's a bad sign when things are on the wane, when they stop numbering after number six. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so good effort, Eleanor, but looks like we aren't good at Star Trek. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the second question we have for you about Ali was, what was specifically supposed to happen in the episode titled The Wedding? And for a bonus point, why didn't it happen and what happened instead? Okay, I know this. Oh, <gasps> yes. Pants! 
Uh, originally, Ali was meant to marry uh, Larry, played by Robert Downey Jr., uh, but unfortunately, RDJ was a massive druggie and therefore couldn't do the show as uh, during the time he'd been bloody arrested, chucked in prison, all that kind of stuff. And they were like, no more, RDJ. We don't want you anymore. You can't marry the lovely Ali because you're a big druggie. Get out. <laughs> oh, no. And so what happened instead in that episode? Something know? really f- boring that I can't that I can't remember that they obviously had to write very fast um literally I I, I cannot I, I, I know Ali doesn't get married in that episode yeah um but yeah some b- which Kelly had to write on the back of a napkin like really fast okay spoilers Eleanor, do you want to say what happened in the episode instead? I can't actually remember. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, um, yeah, basically, Larry had left her in the previous episode. um, So (laughs) he'd left her like via a post-it note. With a snowman or something. Yeah, but there was and there was like a post-it note on him being like like, ages before. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, Mm. no, it's like the episode before, and so that that episode they basically came up with some storyline that didn't really make any sense. But they still called the episode the wedding, which is strange. Was this a season finale? Yeah, Uh, yeah, it was a season. It was season four finale, which was. What a dud. (laughs) Some people wish it was the series finale. (laughs) Some people do. Yes. Okay, so I think you can get a point for that, Liam, but you didn't get the bonus. Okay, Liam. So, yeah, your question for us. Okay, the (laughs) Borg. Star Trek The Next Generation's most evil enemy were often fond of assimilating other cultures into their collective. But what was their horrible catchphrase or, you know, chilling catchphrase they would use to uh, taunt their victims prior to doing assimilating? God, I've no idea. No idea. I don't even know what the Borg is. <laughs> I've never heard of these people. Okay, they're Swedish. Um, and okay. <laughs> Swedish. Very famous Star Trek villain we're talking about. Okay, here. so these are these are mindless automatons, like they were part man and part machine. And uh, is they... it like a simulation? Is Inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> so close. It's pretty close. They're very inevitable. similar to the Cybermen in Doctor Who. Like resistance is futile. Yes, oh, that's, it. It. that's amazing. Is that, is that, yes, that is one of their catchphrases. I just realised that they've got two. Oh yeah. Which is you will be assimilated, and resistance is futile. But that is one of yeah. Them, I so gave I gave one of them because I thought it was good to get, get these up front. Is, is that Phrases from yes, I didn't know that. I thought that was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for some reason. No, that's resistance is useless. <laughs> there you go. So, for our final question, seeing as we're one for one, um, and I just like to say it's taken me at least five hours to research all the possible <laughs> answers to this question, and I gave up. Um, so the, the possible answers are myriad, but uh, our question originally was going to be name three actors 
who have appeared in both Ali and Star Trek. But when I looked into the possible answers, it seems that basically every man and his dog who appeared as a bit part on Ali or Star Trek have done both. So I'm going to limit it to they had to appear in more than one episode on either side of that coin. So I've got a list of all of the people who had some kind of substantial role, i.e. it wasn't just one episode. They were in more than one episode of either Ali or Star Trek, but they were in both. So, for example, you could have someone who was in one episode of Ali, but in multiple episodes of Star Trek, and that would count. But if they were in just one episode of either, that wouldn't count. Name three, three, because there are loads, but they're okay. not all that obvious. Well, we, we've got our main man, Wilson Cruz. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Wilson. Um, yeah. Armin Scheimerman. Um, yeah. Yeah, as well. As yeah. Quark in uh, DS9. And now we need a, a third. Okay, I don't know the answer to this. Mm. Are we thinking it's someone who might be in something like Voyager or late in the day DS9 as the time periods would cross over and it could be someone who was jobbing in both yeah, or is I... there somebody bigger yeah. in a movie who appeared? Ooh, there's somebody I know that was in just one Voyager. Can I, can I ask? You could have a stab, yeah. Yeah. Is Paul Wilson on the list? Yes, he yes! is! <laughs> Because I saw, I found him, and I was like, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, yeah. because that's your name as well. Because is, is this also the Paul Wilson with two L's? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Wow. Oh, well, well done. done. You got it. Well done, I'm so... Well, it blew I'm, my I'm... mind when I saw it on the credits of Voyager, and I didn't know his name would be, he stroke, struck me as a jobbing actor. So yeah, oh, he was. Well, yeah, there's lots right. of those. I just wanted to point out some other ones that you could have had that you might know. So okay. Renee Goldsbury, who was an Iket and Ali McBeal, and obviously famously. Eleanor and I love her because she was uh, the original Broadway uh, Angelica in Hamilton. She also was in an episode of Star Trek Enterprise as a bit part. Famke Janssen, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she had a role in Ali and also Next Generation. And also um, Harry Pippin, who was in the Fat Phobic episode of Ali. He was a character called Phlox in Star Trek Voyager as well. So I thought they could have been possible ones that you Yeah, so a lot of Voyager. That's good. Oh, you probably saw that one. So, well done. That We thought that would be hard. We okay. were going to ask for five, but I was like, that's impossible. They so can't do that. We, <laughs> we have got, you have to score the next one to be in a, a chance of... Uh, yeah, oh, no. so we, yeah. Uh, we've the got... stakes are high. One more question for you, which I will ask. So, name the main six Star Trek captains. So, three, three captains we need to but, get a point. But try and get six. Try and get six. But all right, all right. For a point. You just want to give up after you get three and just go, that's it. Okay, so Captain Kirk. Captain James T. Kirk. James T. Kirk. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Okay, cool. Lorca? What's that, that his yeah, name? Yeah, Captain yeah. Lorca. Captain Lorca. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Do you know any more, Eleanor? Because I'm all out. Oh, what? <laughs> Michelle? No, she's not one of the main she's ones. Not... Move on. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Six main Star Trek captains. Who we We're after the DS9, Voyager, captain. and Enterprise captains. I don't don't know anymore. I uh, no, I don't Voyager. know them. No, oh, Captain Janeway would be so upset. Feminism is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you so, got you got three. Yeah, so we got. So we got one point. So you will have one point. So it looks like it was a dead heat, two for two. <laughs> we'll have to do a rematch, I guess, to yeah. find out who's the real winner. I mean, yeah. really, I think I that think we, our, uh, we, yeah, who is I us? think we were way I mean, too soft on the 
Yeah. Like yeah. boys. Why did we ask for our answers in Klingon, which is what we intend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll pull out name every species there is in uh, the animated series from the seventies. Sure. Yeah. And we'll ask you to name all of the iCats <laughs> and every single singer that ever guest starred. I mean, we have to be able to answer them ourselves, Matt. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't say that anywhere. Very true. Anywhere. true. <laughs> so, uh, Spotlight guys, where can everyone find you if they want to hear more Star Trek goodness? Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Spotlight Pod, and obviously you can find us on iTunes, Castbox, Podcast Addicts, whatever yeah, podcast device you use. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I don't know where can everyone find Bygones. We are Bygones Podcast at Twitter and Facebook, and Bygones Pod at Instagram. You can find us at all good podcatchers as well. Back to you guys in the Britpod Studio. Bye. Bye. Bye, Gons. This feels like the perfect time to plug our own podcast. Why wouldn't we? Explaining our show, it, it really is the hardest part of doing a podcast. Because everyone asks what a podcast is about. I'm like, I, everything? We pretty much just talk about anything we want. Usually cover a topic, a subject, from public transport, internet crazes, bad pub reviews to the flat earth, and just weird sporting events. It's like the uh, like the Seinfeld of podcasts. It's it just, is, yes, about... but not Seinfeld related. No, yeah, it's got nothing, nothing to do with Seinfeld. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we also cover, you know, like weird and funny news stories, and uh, just talk about the many ridiculous situations that we get into, like on a weekly basis. Yes, uh, it's pretty adult. Uh, to be honest, we're being on our best behaviour right now and it's stressing me out. Uh, we also have a few comedy segments. We give really bad advice to questions asked to Agony Arts, not to us. But I have one of our favourite segments, which you know everyone can help us with, is geese dropping. You know when you're out and about and you hear someone or you hear a group pass you by and you hear a snippet of their conversation, which out of context sounds very weird and funny. Well, basically, we read those out and try to figure out what happened. We write ones down we hear and listeners send them in as well. So rather than play a trailer for our show, which would be a f- full of swearing, uh, we thought we'd do one of the segments for you. So this is Geese Dropping. Geese Dropping. Geese Dropping. Having a listen. Listener Reese Davis sent us this Geese Dropping in. You ever heard someone saying it while he was in the gym? I'm going to stay with you guys next time and throw sausage rolls at the ceiling. <laughs> It's stupider when you say it out loud. I don't even know what it means. I don't understand. What is? What does that mean? Is that a thing? Is is throwing sausage rolls at ceilings that, a pastime? Is that like a gym activity? Does I, it stick to the ceiling? Is a sausage roll a particular piece of equipment in the gym? Uh, yes. Yeah, what happens in the gym? I need to join the gym. If I just throwing sausage rolls at the ceiling. Oh, mate, you should have seen me. I did two hundred sausage roll throws last night. Oh, I, oh. Bought, uh, I bought twenty I of am, them from Sainsbury's. Just I threw am them at the ceiling. Ripped at the shoulders today. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you have a geese job for us? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this was overheard in uh, a pub in Surbiton. Um, guy was out in the uh, in the garden, uh, had a vape with him, took a big old hit on the vape, and after exhaling, he just went, "This is breathing." <laughs> I can assure you, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. It really isn't. Hope you like wet lung. <laughs> I don't even know. That, that's not. I mean, he is technically is breathing. breathing. I guess it's like, but... it's like he had an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> My God, this is what I've been doing the whole time. I could be a dragon. I've been breathing all this time, but now it has flavoured scent to it. Yes. Oh, now my breath smells like strawberries <laughs> all the time. Wonderful. Well, 
So that's just an example of our geese droppings. <laughs> but uh, if you ever hear any geese drops, then send them to us. Just you can go on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we are everywhere. Just search for the All Seeing Guys. Um, or you can drop us an email at theallseeingguys at gmail.com. Yeah, and the same goes when you want to listen to the show. We're pretty much everywhere. iTunes, SoundCloud, Acar, Spotify, YouTube, all your podcatcher of choice. But easy to find. Joe. What is up next? Well, we're about to head to America as yeah. Carla from Theme Park Films and Number One Rerun chats to great shows from the USA. Don't need your passport. We're going to the US. Holla! Thanks, neighbours. Greg and Joe live just up the road from me. You could have come along. Let's all hop on a plane together. We're not far from Gatwick. But they're absolutely right. The passport isn't essential for this part of the show. This is where I head on over to the USA on your behalf and chat to two American podcasts that we like and we hope you will too. And just a reminder, in case it's not been said enough, I'm Carla from Theme Park Films and Number One Rerun and the creator of Britpod Scene. So let's see who we've got on the show this month. And just a thank you, as always, to Rob from Gamma Radio for providing us with the theme tune for the American segment. Rob hosts a post-apocalyptic comedy show, and that can be found on all good podcast players. But we are here to chat to the Americans, so let's get the first guest on. I'm just going to say, who are you and what's your podcast about? Hello, I'm Will Frazier. I am the host of History Made Up. It's an improv comedy and real true history podcast. I travel around the country and I find local historical places, sort of weird ones. I try not to do the, like the famous ones. And I like get the tour guide who or whoever is around to tell me the story about it. Sometimes I'll get local artists and comedians and have them just tell an interesting story also. It's not It's not like always historical history. It's always true, though. And so I take the story, and then I go and I find a group of local improv comedians. I, I go to a local improv theater or whatever, and I get a group of them, and I play them the story, and then we improvise some comedy scenes inspired by the story. We don't, like, play it out, but we just sort of pick things from it and then do little scenes based on those little nuggets. And I must confess, I only found this podcast very recently and I picked one to listen to and I just randomly chose the 4th of July, probably because it was something that a silly Brit actually recognised and I subscribed immediately. How long have you been podcasting for, Will? I've actually been doing the show for almost exactly one year. Uh, one year anniversary show will be coming out next Wednesday. The show comes out every Wednesday. Last year is when I started. And in that year, I've been to so many places already. I'm based out of Des Moines, Iowa, right in the middle. That's where I'm from. I lived in L.A. and I like studied improv out there and, and things like that. But I moved back here to travel because it made it a lot easier and it's nicer here. <laughs> so I've been to Omaha uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, St. Louis, Missouri, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Detroit, Michigan, twice, <laughs> um, and Louisville, Kentucky. By the time you get this, I'm leaving for Louisville 
tomorrow for the damn good improv festival and salt lake city utah i've been to salt lake city utah i've been to denver colorado i've been to pittsburgh pennsylvania i've been so many places i keep forgetting uh (laughs) and uh and i've done a bunch of shows in des moines uh my home base where uh all the improvisers i've done it with the most live i sympathize with traveling because i've gone from croydon to epsom for number one rerun, which takes about, oh God, I mean, sometimes up to 15 minutes. And for theme park films, all the way to Reading, which is about, oof, 60 miles. So yeah, clocked up some uh, nectar points there with the old petrol. Actually, we don't. We don't even bother to do that. We just tape over Zencaster from our own living rooms. Lazy British people. We think anything over walking distance is travelling. I digress. Tell us a bit more about where you live in America. So Iowa is a very interesting place. Since I do do history, I have lots of interesting Iowa facts. Iowa's the only state in America that starts with two vowels one for carol valderman if she's listening which she almost certainly is it's the home of john wayne i'm sorry that pause was me debating whether i should have done the voice or not but i did it so there that is um yeah Iowa's a great place you get we get all four seasons here which is uh nice thanks john sorry will so lifelike i got confused there What we all want to know is, do you listen to any British podcasts? Yes, British podcasts. Before I I even knew what podcasts were, and I'm sure this is a common answer, um, but my sister actually gave me these uh, CDs uh, full of the Ricky Gervais show uh, before, like the discovery of Carl Pilkington and that whole uh, thing with him and Stephen Merchant. And back when they were still doing comedy and he wasn't just an atheist, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, so that's, uh, I listened to that. And then uh, currently I listened to the Beef and Dairy Network. I very much enjoy that. A very dear friend of mine, Nadia Camille, is a frequent contributor on there. She's wonderful and hilarious and it's a good show. And Will, you better catch up on some theme park films because you'll be guesting on a future episode for us, but more about that later on in the year. And I'm absolutely thrilled that you mentioned Carl Pilkington. He is my favourite person ever. And like you, that's how I discovered podcasts was via that show. I'm still an absolute huge fan of him. I've seen Stephen Merchant live fairly recently and Ricky... He still has his moments. He still has his good moments. The office will, or the UK office, will remain my favourite show of all time, tied with 40 Towers. So really pleased that you mentioned them because I think it's important for people to remember that's where a lot of podcasters started out, listening to those guys. And even if you listen back now, they're still absolutely hilarious. So, Will, whereabouts can people find you on social media? You can find me on social media at History Made Up on Twitter, History Made Up on Instagram, HistoryMadeUp.com, uh, History Made Up on Facebook also. 
I got all the names everywhere. I was sort of surprised. Now, before we let you go off on your trip, we just always ask the Americans that you get on this show a quick question about British terminology and just see how well you would fare if you came over to visit. So, Will, if I said to you, I haven't seen you in donkeys, what would I mean? So I'm assuming there's this is some of that weird Cockney slang. All right, you taking the Michael son? Um, so I haven't seen you in donkeys. I'm gonna assume the I haven't seen you part is just normal, and it's just the donkeys that I have have tried to figure. So I haven't seen you in in donkeys. That's gross. Okay. My translation would be, it's a rhyme, right? I only know this from movies. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen uh, donkeys. Uh, what would that rhyme with? Donkeys rhymes with monkey. Nope. Uh, okay. Ass. Donkey like an ass. All right. I haven't seen you in donkeys. Translates to, I haven't seen you since class. Well, that was the most enthusiastic response we've had and i really appreciate you trying to work it out so thoroughly it's a little unfair because the actual term kind of doesn't make sense but it comes from i haven't seen you in donkey's ears which translates to years so yeah you're right it is weird cockney that's fair play but we would always shorten it to i haven't seen you in donkey's which just means a long time so thank you so much for coming on will i really appreciate it Great show. History made up. Everyone go and subscribe to it. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me on the show. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. I can't wait to tell you all about Cars Land and the magic of working behind the scenes at Disney. Whoa, spoilers. I said they'd find out towards the end of the year. Shh. Seriously, really looking forward to that, though. More on that as it happens. But let's move on to the next show. As I say, who are you and what's your podcast about? My name's Jeremy Collins, and I'm the host of the podcast We Listen To podcast. Every week I talk to the host of a different podcast and kind of get the the behind-the-scenes scoop on their show, on them. I figure every listener wants to know a little bit more about the people they listen to and a lot of those shows don't want to spend the time or it doesn't fit the format of their show to get into their personal histories and things like that so i interview these hosts and we kind of find out what makes them tick what got them started what they listen to you know things like that and it's a great show you really do get the best out of people i particularly like the episode featuring varmints who are great friends of Britpod scene. In fact, Donna, even though she's American, has managed to sneak her way into Britpod scene as one half of Soapy Madams. So yeah, loads of great episodes to check out there, which we thoroughly recommend you do. How long have you been podcasting for, Jeremy? I started podcasting in March of 2017, but I've been listening to podcasts forever. I mean, probably since 2008-ish. Whereabouts in America are you, and can you give us a fact about that state? I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hmm. I can tell you that Philadelphia is where they signed the Declaration of Independence, and it was actually the original U.S. capital before it moved to Washington, D.C. Great fact. When I visited Philadelphia with my American friend, 
she took me there and she said there's the bell now let's go and get some coffee so i think i chose the wrong tour guide for that one do you listen to any british podcasts i do listen to some british podcasts i listen to the defectives podcast which is about paranormal things i also listen to the red-handed podcast which is a true crime podcast and of course the master debaters podcast which is a comedy podcast and of course by agreeing to appear on this podcast you also agreed to listen to every single one of theme park films episodes and to subscribe to my new show number one rerun so i hope stacy made that clear to you that that was part of the deal once you agreed to do this interview whereabouts on social media can we find you i'm on twitter at PWLT Podcast, and the show is on every platform out there. But the big thing is the podcast we listen to Facebook group. It's a group for listeners to come and talk about all of their favorite podcasts. We have around 20,000 members in there. They talk about everything under the podcast sun. About a thousand of those members are actually hosts of podcasts. And that's kind of how I got the idea to start the show in the first place is because I was looking around at all these listeners that had questions when they spotted all these hosts. And I was like, I should start a show and actually ask these hosts some of these questions. So anyway. It's a great page and everyone should go and like it immediately. As we did with Will who you heard earlier i'm just going to throw you a british expression just to see you know how closely you've been listening on the british podcasts that that you listen to because i'm sure all of the true crime use this expression a lot so if i said to you nice barnet what would i mean okay so i love british expressions british colloquialisms Nice Barnet. <laughs> it sounds to me almost like somebody said nice bonnet and they've just got kind of a funky accent. Um, I have no idea what that means, but I'm dying to find out. Let me put you out your misery. So Barnet actually means hair. So I'd be saying you've got nice hair and that comes from Barnet Fair rhyming with hair and barnet fair is an annual event i believe it starts around around this time about september and it's held in a place in england called barnet so thank you very very much for taking the time to speak to us we really appreciate it and we hope everyone goes and checks out your show podcasts we listen to cheers thanks a lot for letting me do this i really appreciate it Oh, what lovely blokes they both were. Thank you again to them. And from two lovely blokes here to two lovely blokes in the studio. It's back to the all-seeing guys. Thanks, Carla. It's awesome, though, that even though we are Britpod scene, we're hitting up podcasters in America. Yeah, man, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, Britpod scene is always growing. And with that, it's back to Stacey from the Rough Draft to tell us who is new to the Britpod scene family. Hello, I'm back again to tell you all about the new members of the Britpod scene that have joined us through the month of August. First up, we have the podcast called Witch Murderer. Witch Murderer is hosted by Gemma and Holly. 
and it's a true crime podcast with a twist. They discuss two different murders and then quite morbidly discuss which murder they would rather have committed on themselves. It might sound a bit weird, but it's actually very fun. So if you're interested in discovering a new true crime podcast, head on over to at witchmurderer on Twitter or search for them on your podcatcher. Our next new podcast is called Strangers in a Cinema and is hosted by Paul and Pete. They talk about the latest films and their podcast is full of news and reviews. So head on over to at Stranger Cinema on Twitter for all the up-to-date news with this podcast. It's very rare to find a good music podcast and thankfully Britpod Scene has Frank Burton with his podcast Ragbag. If you like new music you should definitely listen to this podcast. Ragbag can be found at Ragbag Frank on Twitter. Now, in my never-ending journey through this tiny island's best indie podcasts, I always endeavour to bring you something a bit different. So, next up we have Mondeo Law, and it's hosted by Chris and Alex. The hosts sit in a car and talk about a law case, discuss the legal rulings and the significance of that case. It's a very good true crime podcast, and they're funny to boot. So, you can find them at Mondeo Law on Twitter. Next up, we have The Big Travel Podcast. This is hosted by Lisa, and she interviews celebrities such as Edith Bowman, Jane Garvey, and Eamon Holmes. And she talks to them about travel and holidays, but her guests reveal more about their lives than just their favourite beaches. It's a really great podcast, and you can find it on Twitter at Big Travel Pod. And last but by no means least, we have Buddy Brilliant Podcast. Buddy Brilliant Podcast is hosted by Ant and James, and it's basically comedy, banter, trivia galore. If you're looking for something to brighten your day, then Buddy Brilliant Podcast is definitely the show for you. You can find them at aperkin21 on Twitter, or go to your podcatcher and search for Buddy Brilliant Podcast. Phew! I think that's probably about it for this month. We'll have more new shows for you in the next episode and you can find out all about these new shows by following the Britpod Scene Instagram and Twitter and that's at Britpod Scene. And you can also come on over to Facebook where we share the latest news from our shows and we also have a discussion group where podcasters and listeners alike can talk about all things Britpod. Okay, see you next month. Thanks, Stacey, and welcome to all those new shows. Howdy. Be sure to check them out. Give them a listen and hit them up on their social media channels. Details can be found in the show notes. Oh, I can't believe that brings the show to a close. It's been great. Yeah, thanks so much to everyone for having us as guest hosts. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and fallen in love with us as much as we've fallen in love with you. Uh, get a bit weird there, mate. Bit, uh, bit clingy. Uh, Joe, uh, bring us home. If you insist. This has been episode six of the Britpod Scene podcast. Be sure to follow Britpod Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Britpod Scene. All one word, lowercase. <laughs> be sure to come back next month to see which Britpod Scene podcaster <laughs> or podcasters will be hosting. Be quiet. I pulled it off. <laughs> We've been Greg and Joe from New Sing Guys Podcast. Be sure to give us a listen. And if you like what you hear, then why not subscribe and follow us on our social media channels? 
We've been Greg and Joe. See ya. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye